gamers, and welcome to episode 337 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for July 18th, 2021. I am one of your co-hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Man, it's, uh, it's been an alright week overall. Uh, got a little dicey in the sporting world just recently. So we do, we're doing this on a Sunday. We usually do it on a Saturday, but... On Saturday night, there was a shooting outside Nationals Park. Yeah. And people heard gunfire, but they didn't know where it was coming from. And the announcer said, um, please stay inside. But I don't, <laughs> I think I saw people running out mm-hmm. the gate. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, no one, um, well, there were three people who got injured, but they were outside the park. It wasn't um, like no one inside. So mm-hmm. at least it wasn't like a, a huge mass shooting, luckily. And they had to postpone the game till today on Sunday um, to finish it up. It was in the sixth inning, and you saw players like helping fans, like I saw, uh, like you were saying, Machado, um, Tatis Jr., and mm-hmm. think um, Will Myers from the Padres because they're playing the Padres, and they were helping people in their dugout. Yeah, and that was nice to see. But luckily, it was nothing serious, and no one got killed. Luckily, no one got killed. Uh, I don't even know what happened to the assailant, like the guy who. Did the shooting? Did they catch him? I hadn't seen news one way or the other on that. Yeah, me neither. All I saw was about three people getting injured. So I hope they caught him. But I'm glad this new one died. Uh, at least from that shooting. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, flood, um, flooding in areas in the country. They got places where water is just evaporating. Yeah, because it's not raining. <laughs> it's just God. It's, it's hot just, as hell. Uh, yeah. It's just, man, it's just shit just being weird around the country, man. Like, uh, yeah, it's like uh, what they show, like Salt Lake. And it's like, man, it's like the difference between what it used to look like months ago to like now. And it's mm-hmm. like, Jesus, a lot of war is gone. And Darren, what was the flooding at? Was it in, um, uh, I forgot, it was somewhere where it doesn't really get. It, like it was just ridiculous. Was that like ah, the, the stuff in Europe, or is there something over here that was? No, it was in America. Oh, okay, it's all the stuff in Europe. I think it was Arizona. I think that yeah. was yeah. Yep, Arizona. It, like it was like a big river, like taking cars down and everything. And I mean, shucks, you, you don't get a lot of water there. Yeah, and something like that. <laughs> but yeah, that that was that was pretty bad. And just like somebody said, man, I wonder. What kind of, sh- like, what the assurance is? Like, probably how you get flood insurance. It's like, man, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> it's a scam here. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely be a scam. Like volcano insurance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what else uh, is there? Anything else to talk about, man? I think that, that about covers it. Okay. All right, so uh, sports, you know. Baseball All Star Game happened. Mancini got to the got to the championship. He got to the finals, I should say, of the home run derby, but couldn't beat Alonso with the S, um, the polar bear they call him on the Mets, and that guy was awesome. He was just knocking those home runs out, man. Wow. Like, I mean, he was just knocking them like crazy. Like it was just ridiculous how he's knocking them out. But but thing is, how the home run derby goes is that. The person who's ranked 
lowest goes first and it's timed you know it's not like what it used to be where you just hit as many as you can mm-hmm. until you get 10 outs right so because they said that's kind of fair because like people get tired like you get a, you be hitting a mad home runs then you be tired by the time you get to the last round and you can't win mm-hmm. so they kind of do it a tournament style and it's timed which it kind of sucks too because like you could be going against a guy and y'all both have a lot of home runs, but you get knocked out. Yeah. But you have more home runs than people in the other round. And like, so it's like, oh, I don't get a chance to even go further, even though I'm better than what the other guys did. But it, but that's just how it is. So Mancini had to go first. He did all right. I forgot how much he had. I think he had in 20s. He had in 20s. I know that. I think it was 22. Um, I think another guy came and got 23 or 24. It's one or the other. Uh, so, yeah. Alonso won, but Messi Messi just getting there. That was awesome. Uh to see, I was like, good. I can watch. I watched the whole tournament without you know with somebody to root for. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I went out to what Glory Days with some friends to watch it. So that was cool to yeah. go on the restaurant and to go on the restaurant. I think this was this was the well, I would say the first time because this is the first time in Maryland I've gone where. You didn't have to have a mask on, you know, mm-hmm. going in or not. You know, everything's pretty much lifted. This is the first time I went to West One since that happened. I mean, I've been in South Carolina when they had lifted before Maryland. Not South Carolina, North Carolina, where they had lifted before Maryland. And where everybody was just weren't, weren't wearing a mask yeah. when I went down there. So, yeah, so it felt like, oh, okay, some normalcy. Some normalcy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? And also get having menus, not paper menus, you know, so oh, they can throw away. Actually, have real real menus. Yeah. So that was like okay, that's I never interesting. Thought about that, yeah. I guess they were doing that for a while, weren't they? Yeah, some people were. Some people said, whatever, you getting germs, you're going to get the germs. <laughs> nah, they spray with the Windex COVID. in the back. Yeah. Like, it's fine. What else happened? NBA Finals. Milwaukee's up three to two. They came back, being down two zero. Mm-hmm. So man, Milwaukee have a chance to win their second NBA Finals. They said in. 50 years so that's cool while phoenix still has none so darn they they they're about to squander an opportunity they were up yeah this looked like it looked like there was their series people had them like oh man phoenix might sweep them or win in five mm-hmm. and nope milwaukee said nah we're not going down like that and yon this is awesome uh middleton's been awesome and drew holiday he finally came through like he has been not that great before but this game past game he was great yeah that was cool to see and lebron james was at the game and i was like hmm that's weird to see a guy get put out in the playoffs but go to the finals game i, I don't see that that, space often. Jam down. that yeah he must be doing that and also maybe supporting his uh his son's godfather who is um chris paul so but unfortunately, I think he gave him bad luck because they lost in Phoenix. <laughs> so he he's the reason why they lost because him being there just gave him bad luck. All right. So uh, anything else in sports? Uh, football's coming up. I know I heard some things. Somebody was doing some statistics on teams that have the COVID virus, and like there was like some teams that was way below like fifty uh, percent. I think my team was one of them. So I was like, yes, we're anti-vaxxers. There we go. There oh, we okay. go. Fight the okay, power. Yeah. The virus. The <laughs> vaccine, not the virus. Gotcha. 
Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said the virus. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think hopefully all of them are, are below <laughs> that amount with the virus. Yes. <laughs> but yes, the vaccine. Uh, like less than fifty percent of the people have the vaccine. I think Washington was one. Uh, I know Indianapolis was one. I it was some other teams too. But I was like, I gotta look that up because uh, I heard it on the radio and I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And I guess. They, I mean, it's not required that you get it. Not yet, anyway, mm-hmm. in NFL. They make it a requirement. But I guess, are they going by, like, do you have to disclose that you got it, though? Like, or are people, are, are there, how many people are not saying, like, hey, I'm not going to say? Yeah, like, I mean, that, I'm that's not gonna the say thing. Anything. Is like, I'm sure they have to disclose to the team, but does the team have to disclose to the media, I guess, right? Yeah, it says report two NFL teams remain under fifty percent vaccinated. Oh, okay, so now it's two. Um, is it still? Yeah, it's the, it's my team. Yep. <laughs> you Washington team, baby. Yeah, woo. That's only yeah, because the players the are concerned about the people of, of DC and they want to make sure that everybody can get a vaccination. And they're like, "Ah, oh, we're rich football players. We don't need the vaccination right now." That's what it is, Tom. Yeah. All right. It's and it's Indianapolis. They also have. They say they're the two lowest ranks. And uh, but it says right here which one's ranked lower. That's what okay, Pitts, yeah, which was right. Pittsburgh, Miami, Carolina, and Denver have the highest vaccination rates. Interesting. Uh, Thirteen teams have at least eighty-five percent. That seems pretty so, alright. But you know what? Like, oh yeah, I, I think I mentioned about Brett. Did I talk about that last week? Or no, I probably didn't. Bradley Beal cannot play for the Olympics because he caught COVID. It was another player too. I think it was. Oh, oh what's his name? Play for Cavaliers. He used to play for Minnesota. The white dude, uh, Kevin Love. Oh, okay. Also, so, but thing is, I think I believe they were vaccinated. Ooh. See, that's the thing. You can still get it yeah. if you're vaccinated. But it doesn't mean you're sick. It doesn't mean you get sick. Right. But you still pass it on. So. That sucks, though, because it's like, so even to get vaccinated, it doesn't mean you're not going to be set out. Mm. Like, you, you can still get the virus. So I'm thinking, like, what's going to, so what the NFL is going to do? Are they going, are they going to let players play? If they were vaccinated and they got the virus, can they still play? Which and I'm thinking, like, if they don't, they can't play, then we just, it's going to be another year of you don't know what the hell is going to happen week by week. Yeah. They're fucking up my fantasy team, Dominic. Yeah, because technically, yeah, people, you can still contract the virus, but it doesn't mean you get sick. Yeah. You can still pass it on to somebody, though, and somebody who doesn't have it, mm-hmm. have are not vaccinated, will get sick. But I'm thinking, man, I don't, I don't know. I mean, see, if they made it a requirement that everybody get vaccinated then I would just let people play unless you're sick. If you feel like you're sick, just like anything else, then you you don't play. Like, you can't play. Mm. But, I mean, you're physically not going to want to play anyway because you feel <laughs> sick. But that's what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But if you you say, oh, yeah, I got the disease, but I don't feel bad. Like, you got, yeah. So it's like, I feel I still feel okay. So I'm like, play. But thing is, with everybody being vaccinated, I think that's why they probably, it's not a requirement. Yeah. So... That's why they probably don't want that to happen. They're not going to say you can still play because since you're not required to take a vaccine, they can you can get somebody else sick. And that 
ah, it's like, it sucks. Yeah, because then you'd have to basically require everybody on the team, everybody is part of, like, the office and everything, or even, like, tap boys and everything like that, sideline people. And then you're wondering about fans, too, like, how close. Yeah, well, you see, in football, they are a lot farther than what they are in basketball. Yeah. Like, basketball, they right up on them. Football, they're pretty far. They got to... They gotta jump over and run, mm. and you know, on the, on the field like some of those crazy nuts do. <laughs> but I'm spreading COVID. Yeah. Also, this is my yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting season. It's gonna be another interesting season. Because yeah. already um, on baseball, I think the Yankees had missed a game because of COVID, mm. and some players were out. And there's people. I think they're being vaccinated. So it. It's it sucks. It sucks that it's like the pandemic. It's the things are open, but it's it's still here. COVID is still here. Mm-hmm. It's still around. You us. got stuff like the Delta strain and stuff like that. That sounds like could make it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So you got any wrestling news? Anything big happen in wrestling? Um. The fans are back, right? Yes. So as of uh, last night's, not last night's SmackDown, Friday night SmackDown since recording on Sunday, uh, that was WWE's first show back with fans. AEW's had a couple of shows now back with fans. Money in the Bank is happening this weekend for WWE. Um, Where? uh, Is it in Texas, I want to say? Texas is where the SmackDown was. So I want to say it's happening somewhere down there. Um, most of their, ah, that's not true. Uh, yeah, I think most of their tour dates, cause they've announced, you know, where they're, they're going to be going for the next couple of weeks. Uh, mostly Southern states, states, but they are coming up to like DC and Pittsburgh and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so they are coming around. Uh, I think I may have mentioned already that SummerSlam is happening in Las Vegas. Uh, that's still like a month and a half or two months away on somewhere at the end of August. I think got your tickets. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I'm not not really doing uh, <laughs> it right now. Um Yeah, so that's interesting. Now that fans are back, people are speculating that we're gonna get a lot of like big people returning, John Cena, um who else? Possibly Brock Lesnar. Now I'm hearing instead of Brock Lesnar, maybe Goldberg, which I have no interest in seeing like a Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg match. I oh my I god. Just don't need that. Um, especially if there's any chance that Goldberg might win. Like, I definitely don't want that. Um, I am all for Roman in his current, like, heel character beating John Cena, though. Just, you know, I, I like the sound of that. There's been talk for a long time of, like, them wanting to do Roman versus The Rock at, like, WrestleMania. I I don't know if they can get The Rock back around that time or even in general for the most part. I think during SummerSlam they're doing, like, a... 25th anniversary of the rock or something like that. 30 years of the rock. I don't know how many years it's been, but so many years of, you know, celebrating the rock and I could see if they are actually going to get the rock back for a match, you know, something kicking off there. It can't be 30 years, right? And now I don't think it's, I don't think it's, so, so that, that would be interesting. I, I would very much enjoy seeing Roman beat the rock, which is a weird thing to say, considering, how kind of up and down people have been on Roman, myself included. But right now he's doing the best work of his career, basically. I think he's doing a great job. He'll most likely beat Edge tonight in some form or fashion, probably with Seth Rollins getting involved in in some way after 
probably losing the money in the bank match that he's in. Um, yeah. And then last night was actually the impact wrestling pay-per-view slam anniversary. And they had a couple kind of surprises. Some people from WWE showing up there that it were released. Um, but the biggest kind of surprise is that Kenny Omega retained the impact title. He's currently holding the impact title, the triple a title, which is a promotion in Mexico, um, as well as the AEW title. And after he retained the title at the end of the show against one of Impact's guys, Sammy Callahan, uh, Switchblade Jay White, who's a guy from New Japan, who's currently kind of the de facto leader of the Bullet Club, which is a faction that Kenny Omega was previously in when he was in Japan, came out and they're kind of teasing something there. So it it seems like Impact is kind of like neutral waters and you're basically getting like some of the best from every company. Like you've already got Kenny Omega in there and now you're getting a guy like, like Jay white in there. Um, and, uh, allegedly the next big pay-per-view that they have bound for glory, which is being advertised has logos for AEW, AAA, and new Japan on it. So it could very well mean that they're getting guys from AAA as well. Um, so that'd be a lot of fun. It's they kind of lucked into being like the place where everybody can converge, which I think people thought AEW would be and and has been like they're they're getting some guys from New Japan coming in. Um, but for the most part, Impact's really kind of benefited from all of this a little more than everybody because nobody was really talking about Impact before then. Still, to an extent, aren't really talking about them, but. Yeah, wrestling as a landscape right now is pretty interesting. Having fans back, I can kind of go one way or another on. Like, I I was pretty all right with pumped-in audio, but it is, as long as they don't get overindulgent about it, which WWE does a little too much sometimes of just, like, zooming in on people in the crowd, like, doing stupid reactions that are going to turn into memes and whatnot... Like just the sound of like people cheering, like having having Roman open the show on SmackDown and just people booing their faces off because they hate him now or having Bianca Belair show up, which is like the first time that she's been in front of fans with the SmackDown women's title since WrestleMania. Like it's it's a special moment. And I would imagine it's a very special moment for these performers who actually get to then perform in front of these crowds again. So. It's pretty good right now. Yeah, that's cool. All right. So I guess we're getting to what we've been watching. So you can start it off since you watched Sexually Bored Me this week. All right. So uh, I I watched a little bit of the Disney Plus Monsters, Inc. show, Monsters at Work. Um, okay. Just threw it on as like I'm getting tired of uh, Bluey and Phineas and Ferb for my daughter. So let's see what this is all about. Um and it's it's cute. Um, it's interesting how much Billy Crystal, Billy Crystal, <laughs> Billy Crystal, Billy Crystal, and John Goodman are actually in the show. Like Sully and um, Mike Wazowski are actually in there a, a surprising amount. Um, basically, the idea behind it is there's this new monster who just graduated from Scare University or whatever. And his first day on the job at Monsters, Inc. is the day after they realized that laughter was the power that 
you know, was going to keep them going forward instead of scares from children. So he's like, what am I supposed to do? I was one of the best scarers and now I'm, you know, now they're doing laughs and he gets put on like the maintenance crew and the maintenance crew is like the outcasts of, you know, Monsters, Inc. Um, and it, so far it's cute and fun, but uh, there's nothing particularly special about it. Um, it's very much like if you think back to the Disney animated movies, like in Aladdin or something like that. And then they have the cartoon series as well, where it's kind of like, Oh, these are familiar characters, but this is mostly just filler. It's, it feels like that kind of thing. Oh, okay. So it's like, ah, it's cute. If you want to, you know, explore the world with these characters a little more, but you're not getting a lot of depth and you're not getting the Pixar feels from it necessarily. Um, Yeah. Okay. So it's it's okay. Um I also watched America the Motion Picture on Netflix, which is I guess from the guys behind Archer and also like Phil Lord Lord Miller, uh the guys that did like the Lego movie and numerous other things that people have heard of. Um it's it's fun. It's very stupid. Uh kind of in the way that Archer is like, it has that, that kind of sense of humor, like, like making fun of dicks and stuff is, is funny. Um, and it is for the most part. Um, but yeah, it's, it's okay. Like it's, it's not mind blowing or anything, but it's a fun, pretty quick, like hour and 40 minutes or whatever movie. Um, did nothing, too inoffensive uh vulgarity wise i mean there there's a lot of violence in it like it's over the top violence george washington has chainsaw arm blade things and he is cutting through red coats and they're yeah they're dismembering people um there's like one shot of naked boobs in it um there's a lot of just like boob oh, I gotta see it <laughs> there's a lot of boob physics though to it like there's a lot of jiggle um yeah, well, that's what Archer did. It, what's that? So that's what Archer did. Exactly. Yeah, it's very much like you know, we're going to give you the tease kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's very over the top. Like there's like werewolves and yeah, it's just insane. But it it was very enjoyable. I thought it was a lot of fun. So it's it's pretty good. I would I would recommend checking it out if if Archer is the type of thing that you're into and. You don't mind the like <laughs> grotesque levels of violence in it, then I think you'll enjoy it. Um, so watch that. Also watch the uh, Batman. You were talking about that. Was it just last uh, week? The long that you Halloween. Were me about that. Yeah, the long uh, Halloween. Part two weeks one. ago. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, darn man. I can't, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I checked that out. I I very much like the art style of that. Like it's. It's definitely an improvement over some of the, I want to say more recent, but it's been a while since I watched one of the DC movies, but they were definitely going in the direction of, it is most, it, of I'll say very most simple too. stuff. And I didn't, didn't yeah. really like that. This, the characters are still relatively simple, but the animation to them is pretty good. And also like the graininess and, and depth and feel of the backgrounds I thought was really cool. They give it like a kind of texture to it. That that makes it kind of gritty. Um, it's a very like slow plotting movie, 
but there's also like a decent amount going on. Um, I, I definitely want to see part two. I want a resolution to this. Like I, I need to know what's going on. They have a lot of familiar characters in there. You see the Joker, you see, you know, kind of a lot of people in the, um, in Arkham Asylum. And then at the end, they of course tease poison Ivy, which I say specifically because there's a trailer out for part two now. So I don't feel like I'm necessarily spoiling anything there as kind of a post credit sequence thing. But yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued by what they're doing with this. I enjoyed this one a lot, and I I look forward to uh, part two there. Yeah, it, yeah, it, this was it was done very well. I think it was like they really upped their game. But now I'm like, man, well, you're gonna have to now everything's gonna be looked at like this, mm-hmm. like this one, like these next movies after this. So I wonder, can they keep it up? Yeah. Or like, yeah, I wanted the animation when the animation go back because I don't think the animation, yeah, it wasn't like that for the Superman. It was almost similar with the dark outlines, but mm. it it didn't feel like this one. That's what was that called? Superman? I forgot the newest Superman one that came out. I forgot that was called, but yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see if they made money or something. Maybe they will keep it. <laughs> keep keep that animation so who do you think is holiday i was saying two-face i didn't read the comic so i'm not i don't know Mm -hmm. it's not a spoiler it's just a yeah i mean it it definitely seems like from from the little bit that they show you and maybe that's kind of a red herring of like his face with the bandana over it it does kind of look like harvey dent yeah and he's clearly got some issues going on and clearly has I want to know more been doing with things. his his wife yeah yeah his wife because she's all scared and stuff in the beginning so I want to know mm. like because she knows because she's seen him split per- personality and like she didn't know which one was going to talk to her was yeah. that what it is that's was gotta be something like that right because yeah she's very much like this marriage is already fractured he's got something going on his face isn't fucked up yet but he's clearly got something in his head that. You know, doesn't seem right. Yeah. But I like that this is like early Batman. Like, he's not that great of a detective. <laughs> yes, that, yes. That's, I'm glad you <laughs> mentioned that because I was, forgot to mention that. Yeah, the fact that they're like always talking about like he should be a better detective. It's like he's the yeah. world's greatest detective. What's going on here? <laughs> like, he's very, yeah, it's still somewhat new to him. Like, he could beat up the guys, but trying to figure things out, mm-hmm. he's still new to that. But yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a good it's a cool take. It's mm-hmm. a cool take on the on Batman. And, and like I said, I didn't read the Long Halloween, so I don't know. So I don't know the answers to this. And I, I'm kind of don't I don't want to look look at it now. Yeah, like I'll just wait to the movie, watch the movie, then I'll look at the comic and yeah, see because that comes out at the end of this month, right? So it's not that far off. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like it's, it's days away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Because I don't want to be also like, oh, this ain't like the comic book. I said, oh, this is horrible. But I see people like it. I see some people like it. I haven't looked too deep because I don't want to see no spoilers. Because mm-hmm. I'm scared somebody's going to say like, oh, in the comic, did this happen? And something like that. I don't, I don't want to know that yet. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're getting to the big one. The season finale of Loki. Yeah. So how did you like it? 
Yeah, the spoiler free. I enjoyed it a lot. It's it's kind of slow as far as like you got your actiony bits in the last episode. There's a kind of touch of that, but it it's still extremely impressive regardless of that stuff. Like the absence of action did not bother me at all because the performances in this episode are are incredible in my opinion. One specifically. So, what'd you think? All right, so yeah, I yeah. If you're looking for action, well, well, then again, if you're looking for action, you probably tune out a little. <laughs> I was gonna say you checked out a while ago, yeah. But just the explanation and the encounter, like with the you find out who's be, without yeah spoiling it, you find out who's behind the Time Masters mm-hmm. or whatever, um, and yeah. like you see, it was it was good. Like I like. I like dialogue. I like the um, reveal of it, mm-hmm. like reveal of what's um, possible and how that connects to probably future movies. Oh, yeah. So it really, it really is like a, a, a bri- like this is like the bridge to what's going to be in these next coming shows or movies or something. Mm-hmm. Like what's what's happening, and it. It got me because, like, I wasn't really excited. Like, Endgame, I wasn't really excited for anything at, at the Endgame. I was like, I mean, I didn't, I was going to watch it stuff, but I was like, eh, whatever. Like, Spider-Man came out. It was good. But I was like, it. it's like I wasn't really like, oh, man, I have to see this. Mm. I just saw it. And and just like Black Widow, I didn't have to see that. I just saw it. And, I mean, I enjoy them. I mean, I enjoy the movies, but I'm not really anticipating them. Uh, this kind of makes me a little excited a little excited for what's upcoming i said okay they look like they got something going on here that can really make me maybe really want to see these shows mm-hmm. like i really want to look into them a little bit uh i still i kind of don't want to go in that rabbit hole though <laughs> i don't want to go too deep of like looking like at the um rumors and stuff like that mm-hmm. I, I just because that stuff just gets too much i just want to not even go through that. I'll just watch when it come up. But I mean, I am excited. There are, there are doing good things. It seems like with the story, like they're after end game. It's like, man, how can you top this? I'm not saying they're going to top it, but this is a good, like a good storyline for something after a big event like mm-hmm. that. Like this is a good way to start another, another storyline. But who's to say that this guy's going to be the big bad though? But I'm, I'll get to that when we get to spoilers. Yeah. So you want to just get into spoilers now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're getting spoilers. So that that's actually kind of my concern, too, is because immediately, uh, immediately, but in, in the relative immediate future, you have Spider-Man, which sounds like it's going to relate to some kind of multiversal thing. You have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And then you have Jonathan Majors confirmed as Kang the Conqueror in the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. So, like, there is part of me that's a little bit concerned that a guy that they first kind of show in a Disney Plus series is a guy that they can then feel like they're going to be done with by the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp instead of, you know, leading to some grand Marvel spectacle in the way that like an end game or, uh, you know, that basically end game, the way end game was right. Um, yeah. 
So the person we were talking around in this episode is Jonathan Majors playing seemingly some variant of Kang the Conqueror, whether it may be a Mortis who he's kind of dressed similarly to, who is Kang in a, in a different reality, I guess, basically Kang's been a kind of a, a different couple of people, but his backstory that he explains in this episode very much follows kind of the, the Kang, the conqueror storyline from the comic books. Um, yeah, basically as soon as, cause they kind of, they, 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 they jump scare you at the beginning. Cause like they're walking into this like castle or whatever, and you're waiting for this person to show up and then miss minutes just pops up like, hello. And it's just like, where the fuck did you come from? You know, I missed that because a lot of people saying, "Oh, she jump scare," and I, I must have missed the jump. Yeah, I must okay. have been looking at something else because <laughs> I saw her, uh-huh. but I didn't realize she. Was, it was a jump scare that she came up. Yeah, she just pops I think, out I think of I just, nowhere. I heard her voice. I think I heard her voice, and I looked up and I said, "Oh, there's." I said, "Okay," mm. but I wonder what the hell she is. Exactly, I'm. I'm very interested in what her role in the whole thing is because she's obviously got some connection with. Immortus or Kang, or I guess in this episode, as he's referred, he who remains, um, who is also a character in the comic book that is kind of different from Kang seemingly, but is it works in this kind of condensed MCU kind of way of explaining things. Um, so I was, I was kind of like, oh, so they're doing this. They're not gonna, they're not committed to doing like the next big bad in a Disney plus kind of thing. Like I was, I was waiting for another Loki to show up or something like that. And, and that could be fun in, in certain ways, but it wouldn't have the same impact that this did. And as soon as I saw Jonathan majors, I was like, they're fucking doing this thing. They're doing it. And then the rest of the episode was basically him monologuing. And it was incredible. Like he just, what he does with this character was, was fantastic. And I'm, I'm not really familiar with his work. Cause I, I haven't seen Lovecraft country and I, I haven't really even known what he's been in otherwise, but if he's as good an actor here as he is in, in those other series, then I'm, I'm very intrigued to go back and, and check Lovecraft country out. Unfortunately, it doesn't have another season coming or anything like that, but Maybe that makes it easier for me. So I'm just like, oh, one season I'm done, right? Um, so yeah, I it's there's just like so many possibilities that that this character opens up and the opening up the multiverses basically by by Sylvie killing him at the end and him just like, yeah, oh, see you, see you soon. And then at the end you see that oh, the timekeepers have been replaced by this one man now. Um, in very much a more Kang-like garb in that statue, and and nobody knowing who Loki is, like he's now in a different multiverse. And I think now Loki has been confirmed for uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, so that makes perfect sense. I was Loki season two come out then. Uh, that's a good question. I uh, yeah, because they also kind of made that as the stinger of the the episode that there's going to be a Loki season two. Yeah, I wonder where that falls in line if it's before that movie comes out or before 
you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania comes out or, or where that falls in line. I don't think they've given really any indication of that yet. Um, yeah, but also like, I just wonder what Sylvie is doing now. Cause I liked her character a lot. Are we just going to have two Lokis going forward or many, maybe many Lokis? Can I, can I still see alligator Loki? What's happening here? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you do. So, I mean, if he gets a whole nother season, then I, I would imagine characters that are extremely popular, like alligator Loki would at least show up for a little bit. Um, but yeah, there's just, this opens up so many possibilities if they are in fact going the direction of Kang being basically the new Thanos level threat. There's going to be strings going through a large swath of the Marvel movies that could, could very much uh, bring things together and, and make me very Yeah, there's a way that can, they can do it. I just wonder if that's their plan. Mm-hmm. Is is he going to be the big bad, it, or is he is it over? Is he going to be there when Thor, the Thor movie comes out, mm. or when the Mar- Miss Marvel or the Marvels they call it whatever yeah movie comes out? Like, is that part of? Is he still the guy, or would that be over by the time Quantumania? Like, what? Like, I wonder how. I want to. Yeah, I want to know where his story is. Like in all this, like where or where does it end? Mm. Yeah, I'm intrigued too because we know that there's a Fantastic Four movie coming. And at some point, once you introduce Doctor Doom, he has to become the guy, right? Or if Fantastic Four, you also have like Galactus. That could happen. You know, there are so many, so many things that are even more well known than like a Kang. Kang is like such a weird fucking thing to go with. And that's kind of why it's so fun to me because like I was saying the other week where like Loki as a series is kind of normalizing the absurd in, in comic books or like transferring the comic book stuff to these TV shows and these movies. Like this is the prime example of that. Like now we have like all these people excited about this, like just completely absurd seeming character who is like flying around in a Sphinx shaped spaceship and, and goes back in time to become a Pharaoh. And then the fantastic four beat him up and, and then he like travels forward to the future and leaves the Sphinx spaceship behind. So that's how the Sphinx exists now. And then like he overshoots. So then he becomes like this futuristic guy who then goes back in time and is like, I have all this, weird future tech and it's just like so many layers of just comic book absurdity being introduced into these movies is like they just they don't have to stop <laughs> like there's no end now they could just make the most absurd thing possible and people will be okay with it like there was a certain point where people were like i don't know about this guardians of the galaxy thing like there's a raccoon yeah. that's talking in a tree well, well like ant-man mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure when i first when they first announced ant-man i was like who the fuck cares about ant-man <laughs> exactly why would i get his own movie <laughs> yeah so between that and like these disney plus shows that are coming up that we like have a good idea of stuff that's coming through like the end of this year, maybe th- through the middle of next year. But I feel like 
there's a lot of landscape that we even theoretically know like the movie schedule for in the next like year and a half, two years, but we don't know what they're sprinkling in between with these Disney plus shows. And also just like even the what if series that's coming, the animated thing that's coming to Disney plus soon. Now that there are branches and all these different multiverses, like that stuff doesn't just have to be like, Oh, these weird one-off what if things, they could actually kind of be canon. It just so happens that these things are happening in one of these different multiverses and they can actually utilize that as kind of another stepping stone to get to some of this, the most outrageous stuff that they can find. So yeah, that's kind of what makes me the most excited about like this whole situation that they've got going on now. Plus, it just seems like Jonathan Majors is an extremely good actor, and I can't wait to see what they do with him specifically in this character and just let him go at it, basically. So what did he do to make you really say he's a great actor? Just the fact that, in my opinion, he basically carried this entire episode, and it wasn't him doing anything like action-wise, or it was just him sitting there talking and that was enthralling enough for me to be all in on this episode basically okay all right then so i guess we get right into what we've been playing yeah so you go ahead i was gonna say i can start it off because i i just felt like i don't know i needed some comfort food for some reason so i went back and i think part of it is like metroid dread coming up so I went back and tried out uh, some Metroid Zero Mission. Just played, I don't know, probably like an hour, hour, two hours of that. Went through, got some of the power-ups. Uh, just getting a feel for it. I was playing it on the PC just to see how how it looked on a bigger screen. Because, um, you know, typically I'd play that on the, the Vita or something like that. Um, yeah, just going through. Still an extremely enjoyable game. A very good update to the original Metroid, which is very much unplayable in a lot of ways in in the modern day and age. Like it's just such an obtuse thing where it's like there's no map, there's no you know nothing leading you around at all. It's all about exploration, but at the same time, there are a lot of corridors and things that just look the same. So it's very easy to get lost. Um, and this is an incredible upgrade to that, both in in graphics and gameplay, accessibility. It's just such a great game. Um, but yeah, that's... Rich, that's you, you say you played it on the Vita? No, nah, I was playing it on the PC okay. this time. Um, oh, the PC. Oh, okay. Just to see how how those graphics look blown up a little bit. I Initially, when that game came out, I wasn't a huge fan. And it kind of started in Metroid Fusion, actually, like the the more comic booky look to the or cartoony look to the the backgrounds and stuff cuz i very much like the if you're doing like the pixel graphics of like a super metroid having those like dark atmospheres but i think they actually do a good job with this um and they don't bother me nearly as much as as when i was younger and and kind of like why did they make it cartoony looking um, so yeah. So what have you been playing this week, Dominic? 
Alright, so I've been playing some more Yakuza Like a Dragon. I I forgot to mention last week that there's a actually a, a system uh, or it's like an app on your phone called Palmates and it's that's how you do summons. That's their version of summons in this game. <laughs> you call a, a person, a mate, I guess, and they so come. You like them. You have one guy who's uh like a boxer who you've seen in, in previous games of yakuza oh, okay uh i forgot his name it was a play on words of former boxers like buster something Darn. gary buster holmes buster, yeah gary buster holmes yeah <laughs> and so you can call him up and he'll come beat up people or you can call in the uh a guy who likes to it was a yakuza the one of the yakuza leaders who has a fetish of being a baby in a diaper <laughs> like one of those fetishes and i'm trying to think did i call him i think i did call him i'm trying to remember what he did he, he saw he starts crying real loud and that affects um everybody i think it brings either the defense down or something uh, something like that. Like he, he saw wailing and like the sound barrier <laughs> shit. It's like you know going around like vi- um, vibration. Um, and I got two other ones. I got a crawfish, and I got and um, some other animal. Uh, I forgot, but I didn't use them yet. I haven't used them yet because uh, I, I keep forgetting I have the, the power mix. And sometimes I just go, I just fight regularly. Hmm. And the thing is, how I got the app was that. There was a sub story where you saw an advertisement for Palmates, and one of your uh, people in your group said, "Like, oh man, it look the advertisement looks like it's for like a woman, like you meet you're seeing a woman mm. or something like that, like and so like an escort service or something like that." So he said, "Oh man, I like this. Hey, I, oh, and the first one's free. So yeah, I'll give him a call because." Because I was telling him, like, hey, you have no money. So how are you going to get it? So I had the first one's free. <laughs> so then he called them, and he told them where he was. And they said they're coming. So oh, they're coming? I, saw, I thought they were going to be at the hotel or something. Maybe we'll have to drive to the hotel from here. And then that's where Gary Buster Holmes came. Say, hey, you called? I said, what? He said, yeah, Palmates. <laughs> they said, <laughs> like, see, in the advertisement, has, like, silhouettes of women. So you think it is like that. But right. really, it's, it's like they pound, you know. They they fight for you or something like that. So that's what it is. <laughs> so that's how they did it. It was pretty funny. Also, what have I done? I've done kart racing. And it is kind of like burial kart <laughs> in a way. Like you do have it where you can pick up items and shoot at people. And it's like a little tournament. I haven't done it yet. i only done the first race just to start off the story. Mm-hmm. But it's like a little story there with all these different races I have to beat. They all have their backstories. Um, it's pretty cool. Also, what other mini game have I done? I oh yes, their their version of like the cabaret is um at the manager's business, and it goes all into stocks and all that shit. It's not real complicated. <laughs> it's like they simplify it, but uh-huh. it gets to the point. I haven't done a lot into. It. I'm just starting out right now. Like right now, I'm trying to get some employees. Um, so. Because if you have certain employees at your business, they help you in certain factors of the business. Like they they have they have stats and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get some um, this one employee. Apparently, I was reading a strategy how to do well in this, and I have to do a sub story. 
uh, which is, I think he's a former baseball player or current. I forget. I think you heard him. I know you heard himself. Um, so uh, he's going to work for me. The battle. Oh, yes. The battle system. So you could change jobs. Like they use the job system, which is in the old RPGs um, games that they've done, like Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest used mostly like JRPGs have used like job systems. Mm-hmm. That's basically you change your class, basically. So like I've got to the point where I can change my class. And what they do is that you go to Hello Work, which is like a place where you get new jobs. So that's what you're really doing. They make it like, hey, I'm getting a new job as a bodyguard. So now <laughs> you're a bodyguard and you do different uh, – you have different moves now in your battles. Or I also have a woman in my group now because um, we're, we're helping her out with uh, with something. I'm going to spoil it. So anyway, so there's a woman in my group, and she she's a hostess at a cabaret. She owns it, really. Like, she's the lead um, person there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because technically she don't own it. Because the guy, um, this other guy owns it, but he passed away. Okay, yeah, I don't want to spoil it too much. But anyway, you can, I changed her job to, what did I change it to? Um, and I, not an idol. I don't think it was an idol. I think it was, uh, I think it was a hostess. Because she was a barmaid. And I changed it to a hostess. And I don't know. I think it was it was between an idol and a hostess. I don't know, but I know when she you has say a, idol. Do you mean like a pop idol? Yeah, because she start. <laughs> okay. I think you you got it where you can start singing and stuff. But I'm trying to think. Did I do that? Did I? I, I can't remember. Yeah, it's a pop idol. Then as the as you go on long in the game, you unlock other ones because there's one that looks <laughs> it looks a little like a S. She looked like an SMM outfit. So I'm like, oh, oh that can be <laughs> that can be freaky. Also, I have one who's a musician. The um, the guy who used to be homeless is a musician, and I have the guy who's an ex cop. I have him as a like security guard, well, not security guard. Uh, I think yeah, it was something like that along those lines. Hmm. It's like a security guard to cop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. So, but thing is, I like that they changed the outfit. So, oh, good, I'm tired of wearing the same outfit all the time. But they only change it when you're in a fight. So I was like, oh, oh man. Weird. I was like, you can't keep this same outfit, like, walking around? I said, that sucks. So, um, also, I played this game through the cloud. Uh, I actually signed up for the cloud, um, Xbox Live Ultimate because they let me do it for a dollar. Oh, okay. Um, again, even though I'm not technically new. Mm-hmm. So I just, because I wanted to, I really wanted to play baseball because I was like, man, I want to play baseball like this, but I, won't, I, I don't want to start over again. Right. And you, yeah, it does transfer my character uh, player over, but I get I get into that later. So I played Yakuza. Cause I was thinking like, oh, uh, is this the, is this separate? Is this like Yakuza like a Dragon PC version? Mm. And then there's a console version, so it won't transfer. But no, it does transfer. So like, yes. So I can put my cheats and bring my stats up, and then play it on the uh, cloud system, <laughs> and, and then I don't have to go through the freaking loading because the loading times suck. At least so on my PC. Uh, those loading times suck, and I I get so I'm so pissed because like when I leave a place I'm like oh shit I gotta load again, mm. and that's why it prevents me from going back to some places. Like I want to pick this up. I was like oh I want to go through load times, but now when I play this game the load times are fast since it's based on the Xbox Series X, right. like a whole lot faster. So yeah, I'm really enjoying this game. Like I I enjoy this game a lot. Uh, it's fun. The sub stories are pretty great. Oh yeah, there's a mini game where you go to the movie theaters, and it's a the mini game is that you have to keep yourself awake uh, through the movie. So they have it like this guy. 
they had this guy with the sheep head like over uh, his body like he's in a suit and they just pop up and when they pop up you have to hit the right button on your controller to make them disappear these sheep like they're trying to make you sleep <laughs> like okay. these men like the sheep with men bodies and then if you see a chicken don't hit it because the chicken or the rooster I should say it'll, it'll hurt you it'll, it'll take points away mm. from you or something like that because so, it would call and then wake you up yeah exactly yeah oh, exactly true. so yeah that was <laughs> it, it's crazy I was trying to think of, this was another mini game I did oh well it was a side story with the crawfish how I got the crawfish was a guy told me to find his pet crawfish because I threw it. I saw a crawfish on the sidewalk. I said, oh, hey, how'd you get up here? So I put it back in the water. He said, oh, where's my Betsy? My Betty or something like that. Betsy, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man. So I had to go find this crawfish. And it was like different ones. But his crawfish has an X on the back. And I found it. It's like, oh, I found your crawfish. Oh, I'm so glad you found her. I don't know what to do. So oh, now it's time to eat her. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I was like, I thought... This was your pet, man. Say, no, nah, I was just taking care of it because I was trying to get it, you know, uh, like basically like fat it up and so you can eat it. So I was like, oh, no, I'm too attached to it. I said, I, I like I wanted to keep it. So he said, well, you only can keep it if you can get me like this sushi plate or something. So I had to go to the store and buy that, give it to him. And that's how I got the crawfish. So it can. I, so I'm curious what the summon is. Uh, maybe it just like pinches people or something like that <laughs> uh, but yeah that was it. that was funny also you have side stories where this guy was trying to ask out this girl um at the soup on the who works at like a soup kitchen or something and i helping him like you have to build up your statistics it's like you have it like you have charisma style passion intelligence like you have these stats and you build them up by answering like um, a certain dialogue you do might increase one of those stats or something you do like around the world or some mini game you do. So I have to increase my style so I can teach him, show him how to dress himself to make her look good for her and my charisma up to so tell him what to say to her like a certain level. So that was... Um, that was cute. That was cute. Like in that guy to speak um, to her, and mm-hmm. thing is, he's homeless. So, I, um, I don't know. I wonder if that's going to work out for him. Because because she works at soup. That's how he knew her. Because he's homeless and he goes to soup kitchen line and everything. I mean, he's cleaned up now, but he still don't have a home. But maybe maybe I guess he get with her. She'll let him stay with her. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But that the game is it's fun, man. It's really fun. I like how the light hardness of it. Like even the main story is pretty cool, but how also they get they get some serious some serious moments. Not as much as the other Yakuza games I played, but I just like how he's a good guy. Like he's a good guy, and he I mean just like I think that's how all the all the Yakuza games are. Like these guys are good guys, always want to do the right thing, even though they work for the Yakuza <laughs> who do a lot of legal things. They're a misunderstood but, uh, association, yeah. though. But you know what? They don't make things black and white. So that's that's the thing. Like, you still be a good person. But hey, like, look, these like you do in prostitution and stuff. But look, you know, these girls are down there. Look, it's like I'm not we want them to get better. But sometimes shit happens. All these like homeless people like I still treat them right and everything. Like, I don't treat them like shit. And like, I know what they're going through or something like that. 
but yeah, it's it's cool. All right, so I played some more Mass Effect. I haven't got to Novaria yet. I have done. I was doing side missions right now. Uh, I'm trying to think of any big side missions I did. Uh, nothing really huge, because there really was no huge side missions in that game. I mean, they made something later on, like in two, but like I didn't realize it because while playing it the first time around, it's like because it just don't feel like much. It's like ah, oh, this is nice, but. It didn't feel big. And then when I played 2, when I, they said you did something then, I said, okay, now it makes that feel a whole lot bigger. Like, what you <laughs> did for Cerberus, like, was dealing with Cerberus. Like, I didn't think Cerberus was going to be anything else. I didn't know who they were. And they made them big in this part 2. Uh, I think I did one thing with the... Oh, yeah, I punched the news reporter with my female shepherd. Uh... I I try to wait. I try to wait later because I ain't punch her. You can punch her real early. Yeah, they just be like, "What the fuck?" Like, like, but I, I waited until I answered some questions, and then I said, "Oh, I had enough of this," and just punched the shit out of her. Uh, and then I lied to this other reporter. Um, what's her name? Like Ava Wong? I think that's that's the Resident that's Evil some- person, but. But yeah, Ada Wong. Is, it's, yeah. It's, it's yeah, something but like it's that, something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Like she wanted me to plant a bug in the transportation control room because they said like basically like air airplane control, like saying they've been working long hours and stuff, and mm-hmm. that's why there'd be accidents because they're not getting enough time off. And but my male shepherd, of course, I did it for my female. I lied. I lied and said I put it there, and she said I'm not getting any readings. You said you call me a liar. Try said, harder. No, no, no. <laughs> I said I put it there. Maybe your bug don't work. I said okay. Then she still paid me. <laughs> nice. You know I lied. I didn't even put the bug in there. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm evil. The evil film <laughs> shepherd. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see what else I played. I played some more Battlefront. I've been having fun with that game. Uh, I've been doing pretty good. I really like the heavy. Uh, I think I'm really good with the heavy. Um, I'm pretty good with the specialist too, which is like the sniper. I seem to get quite a few kills doing that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this this game, I, this might be the my multiplayer game for this summer, like Titanfall Two was last year. <laughs> Keep it at EA. Give EA something. Keep uh, it five <laughs> years after the fact. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Keep, yeah. <laughs> so also, I play some Outriders. Um, under your name um, on that's the why I was getting achievements. cloud. Yeah, that's why. Hey, yep, exactly. <laughs> so I was and look, got that game runs so much better. Like the load times are so quicker. Yeah, and just getting like everything is just so much faster. on um, playing it through the Xbox Series X version. Like I don't even want to play the other version anymore because <laughs> I'm like God because it, it takes forever to go. So that's why I stopped playing. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh good, I could just go through this shit. Uh, I played some more Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, I tried that out. Again, the battle for Middle-Earth. Um, something like that. <laughs> uh, <but> yeah. <laughs> and so... And the low times are faster on that, too, because they could be long. Nice. But then I remembered that uh, I gotta unlock all this shit, like the microtransaction, and I gotta go through these coins, and I wish they just would've put it in like they did the Nintendo Switch version, which I think they get everything. You get everything or something, yeah, something like that. Like I don't, that. Yeah, yeah, but because this is worse than two. Like at least two, I get car packs. This I gotta put something in. I get one random item, one fucking random item, 
and then it might be an emote. Which I never, yo, I rarely use emotes in games. Oh, uh, you're just Only not good accident. enough, Dominic. You gotta get good so you can just shoot people <laughs> and then have the time to emote all over them. Well, it's not even about the time. It's just I forget, and like I just don't, I just don't care. So it's yeah, it's that sucks. But I think I played what I just played like the horde mode of it. Tried that out. Oh, okay. And yeah, that was that was fun. But yeah, just the whole thing of getting costumes and getting items for your characters is just they made it too complicated in this one way more complicated than it should be i mean i guess it's not complicated if you're just gonna put money if you just pay for that <laughs> shit i guess i guess yeah. it's not that complicated all right so that's all i played so i guess we take a quick break when we get back we'll get to the flashback segment all right let's go back in time shall we doodle, doodle, doodle. and we're back and now we're flashbacking to 2011. So this week in 2011, we had Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 Ooh. game, which came on everything. So they actually, did they have two games? They had Part 1 I'm and Part sure 2? They did they did, split them? I'm sure they did. Oh, man, those sons they of bitches. cash in on had. that. I wonder, I wonder how long that game takes a bit to win. Uh... Yeah, but that yeah, think about it. It's been ten years since Harry Potter ended, Daniel. In the I movies. I can't believe it. It's been ten years. Oh man. Getting that, old Dominic. That was the long one that's that is something. Think about like they had what was it, eight movies? Yeah. Yeah, because it's seven books, mm-hmm. right? And they had the part two. So eight movies. They had eight movies, Daniel. They spend when they were little kids. They were slayed oh, for eight movies to do those yes. movies. Stop, stop. Apparently, it takes five hours to beat the first one and four and a half to beat the second one. If you just oh do the God, main that's story, two, that's a game. Yeah, that just yeah, but just you could put those two games together, and that would have been a game. <laughs> All right. So next we got. Well, oh no, no, I'm gonna go back. I mean, since we didn't need us play the game, and it probably sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but the movie, how did you like the movie? I remember liking the movies at the time. Uh, there was a... Not all of the movies, Daniel. I'm just talking about this one. Well, that's uh, those two movies, I guess. But I, I think I remember liking this one. I I hadn't really read the books at the time, so I didn't really know how things went. I'm sure I heard stuff up before then. Um, which one does Snape get killed in? I'm sure that's an earlier book, right? That's like Half Blood Prince or something. Um, yeah, they were. They Snape? felt very much adult. Like it was weird. Wait a minute, Snape. Snape lived. No, Dumbledore, Dumbledore. died. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Snape killed Dumbledore. That's what it was. Yeah, Snape killed Dumbledore, but Snape does die in real life. Yeah. yeah. That, no, not well in in the in the movie too. When does he die? Who kills him? The the I think the last the last movie. Oh okay. Man. I, t- I don't remember who. I don't who remember any him. of these. <laughs> I don't remember any of this anymore, Dominic. It's all just one bleak blur. When did Dobby die? Dobby died at the end of Deathly Hallows One, right? Because like they bury him at the end. And then is that the um? That's the little the troll looking yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because the first, the Deathly Hallows part one was like kind of very slow and plotting, but then the second one, it, 
it had a little bit of that, but for the most part, it was like big wizard action battles over Hogwarts and stuff, right? So, yeah, I'm sure I thought it was cool. I'd go back and watch those movies. Yeah, I, I enjoyed them. I mean, I mean, I enjoyed that movie. Like, I, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. I was like, hey, it was it was a good ending. I didn't like what I didn't like was the very end when they made him look older. Mm, I was mm. like, oh god, this looks horrible. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. You couldn't just get older people. Uh, all right. So what else we got? We got Body Flip Champs DX came out for the P, you know PSN Network. I, I think it PlayStation Minis. Now, what was the PlayStation Minis? They were like basically Nindies, I guess the equivalent of that. It was like smaller, okay. smaller indie games. Though I w- it wouldn't say it was necessarily Nindies because Nindies also includes things like Hollow Knight and stuff that that are bigger like that. But bigger, yeah, yeah. It seems like I was looking at this because it's made by WayForward, who make like the Shantae games and stuff like that. So it seems all right. And it's just like a simple puzzle game, but you have like two screens on the screen at one time. So it, you were telling me it also came out on the DS and it seems like a concept that was maybe more suited yeah. to the DS. Um, actually came out. Yeah. Before like two years before mm-hmm. this one. So you have like two screens and your character is moving the same way on both of them, but the screens are set up differently. So like if there's a ladder on the left screen, even though there's not one on the right screen, you can climb up. And then if you want to flip, you can flip it over. And then I think it looks like there are like three or four different screens, which kind of makes it confusing because only two are on screen at a time, but I guess you only really need two at a time. Um, But it seems like it could actually be an all right kind of game. Seems like a clever little puzzle thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That that's a cool concept. Yeah. All right. So what else we got here? We got NCAA football twelve came out twenty twenty twelve Xbox three sixty PS three man. I had this one. I don't remember who was on the cover, but it just makes you think like yuck. NCAA is coming back soon. I don't know if it's coming back this year. But we're gonna find out, right? Where's the our news at? Yeah. Um, when is the EA uh, thing? Is it next week? This I week? I say it's like the 27th or something. For some reason, that oh. sticks out in my head. Let's see. So next week. Come join us. When do you want me to join you? The 22nd. So yes, coming up very soon. Thursday. Oh, Tim Tebow is on the front oh, of this wow. one. No, that's, no, that's 11. No, 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 yeah. no, no. That's 11. I don't know why they... Okay, damn you, Google. Damn you <laughs> to hell. No, it was Mark Ingram. Oh, okay. Junior was on the front. Who is was on the Ravens? Uh the running back. I guess that's why the I name sounds still, relatively familiar. There, I don't know if he's still there uh, or not, but yes, he was a running back for the Ravens. Oh, his current team is the Texans now, so oh. he's on Texas now. But he played for the Ravens for a few years, and he's been pretty good for us. He's been yeah, pretty damn good. Nice. Well, well, not us. I mean, because I mean, I live in Baltimore, <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm a Washington fan. <laughs> and we get our name in 2022. I forgot to mention that in sports. We get our name in 2022. Oh, yeah? We're going to have a name. We just don't know what it is. It's going to be the Washington team. <laughs> yeah. Except they're going to... Do they're gonna add officially like the established whatever year it was? It's gonna be the Washington team established in twelve thirty six or whatever year it was. 
It's twelve thirty six. All right. So what else we got? We got Puyo Puyo. 20th anniversary. I, I want to say Tetris, Daniel, because I'm so used to saying Tetris. After <laughs> Those games don't exist outside of their, their combinations <laughs> with Tetris. Yeah, exactly. So there was the 20th anniversary of Puyo Puyo. Uh, a f- cool, like, uh, mini game, like cool, like a cool puzzle game, I should say. I, I like it. I actually enjoy that. Um, I, I did enjoy it more than Texas. I mean, I say Texas. Tetris. <laughs> uh, but... Now, since I know how to play Tetris, it took me 35 years to learn. I, I still don't know how to play Tetris. Am I supposed to get more lines and delete them at the same time, or can I just delete them one line at a time? Okay. Um, maybe I don't know Tetris, but maybe I like to. <laughs> so, so, but you get the concept. Just, yeah, I get the concept. Yeah. Yes, I do want to get some lines, and then I want to. I think I get more points if I get rid of more lines and not just keep it zero. Mm. Like, try to get nothing. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, but Puyo Puyo, I, I do know how to play. And I do like it. It gets tough, though. I think they cheat when they don't give me the colors I need when they be coming down. Like, I'll be like, oh, I need a blue. And I don't see a blue till it's too late. And that's, oh, I don't need a blue anymore, you bastards. <laughs> All right. All right. So, what else we got? We got Call of Jurassic, the cartel. Um,. Came out PS3 Xbox 360. Is this? I remember we talked about Call of Duty before. Yeah, I don't remember is if this, this is one of the good ones. The, yeah, or, I want to say this is like the latest one after the like the really good one. Maybe let's see if I can do it based off names. Uh, no, Gunslinger Kalahuara's Gunslinger came out after the Cartel, and I think Gunslinger is like the really good one. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, I'm trying to look at the Metacritic here. I was going to say, what did this get us? Oh, this is a bad. This is a bad <laughs> oh, game. Oh, yeah. 51, 45, 47. That's rough. Let's see yeah. what Gunslinger's got. This was not good. Hey, Gunslinger's got 72, 79, 75, 76. Uh, and you know what? The other games took place in the in like the past, right? This is like his current times. That sounds right. Yeah. Because I see a helicopter. Was it helicopters back in um, the <laughs> old west? Yeah, it Wild sounds west. like it looks like based on Wiki that this is a neo western. So I guess oh, okay. you know, still ride horses, but you get chased by helicopters. Like justified. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, right. So what we got here? We got Captain America: Super Soldier. It's been ten years, Daniel, since Captain America. Yeah. The um, America's Hero. Ten That's years since we got this right? beautiful licensed game. That was what also was back when that? they were pushing like the 3D on the PlayStation versions of games. Oh yeah, that's right. That was on the cover, wasn't it? Yeah. What was the subtitle? It, Captain America, Super Soldier, America. Oh, that was first the Avenger, subtitle? the movie. The oh, first Avenger, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the first Avenger. The very yeah, first Avenger, Dominic. That was a lie, Daniel. Until we find out all the other Avengers. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to think. Who was before Captain America? Technically. Nobody, because we didn't call them Avengers. We didn't even call him an Avenger. He avenged, though, Dominic. <laughs> so we retroactively called him an Avenger. 
because he became and the I, Avenger. Did they change his name in other countries so they can? Watch yes, the movie? he was Captain China <laughs> in, in China. <laughs> that would actually be pretty great if they had done that and they just like CG'd over all the U.S. flags and stuff, stars and stripes on them. They just put, yeah, different countries' propaganda all over them. They say Captain Avenger. I can do that too. That's generic. (laughs) He's got a big A on his helmet. Why not? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that came on almost almost everything. And I don't see PC up here. PC, did I get this? Or maybe they got it later. They're missing out. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't come to PC. Because this was Sega, like, during the time that Sega didn't realize that they were leaving money on the table by not releasing PC games. Yeah. All right. I wonder if the DS version was pretty good. Was that 3D or was that a 2D game? That's a good question. I feel like I want to say I looked it up one time and it was a 3D one. Yep, it is. So it probably sucked balls. <laughs> yeah. Um, it got a well. Nintendo Light gave it a six out of ten. That's actually kind of good for something like that. It, uh, it got a 61 on uh, PS3, a 57 on the Wii, oh, and a 60 on the Xbox. I feel like I don't people see the were DS. talking about it like, oh, this is kind of like a God of War type thing. Like, it wasn't terrible at the time. It came out on the 3DS. It don't come out to the 3DS till October. Oh, wow. So they had to wait for this gym. <laughs> to the Blu-ray. <laughs> All right. What else we got here, Dan? We got oh, that was that is it for 2011. So now we're going back 20 years to 2001, and we got the corporate machine came out on Windows. This is a strategy game where you pay basically like a corporation, and you're just trying to take down other corporations. Like it's um, you're doing everything like trying to. Let me see, like you like doing trades and trying to beat out the competition. It's, it's something like that. But I heard it it got rated all right. So it's capitalism, the video game. Yeah, basically. Which I think that is a video game. I feel like there is a game called Capitalism Video Game. If not, it's there probably like be. a small indie game or something. And you, it's probably a fighting game too. Mm-hmm. Probably play Published as by like Jeff Bezos. Gotta mean something, right? You said Take Two? Yeah, they published it. Oh, yeah. I did, I, I did see that. The corporate machine. Oh, beautiful. I, I like that the website for the game is still up. I can buy it for $10. It looks almost like one of those like army map kind of games, but for capitalism instead. <laughs> There's a game called Human Resource Machine. And... It's, it's by the people who did Roar to Goo. That sounds familiar for some reason. I probably did hear some podcast talk about this. But yeah, it's just like a business. It's called, I think in Europe, it's called as Business Tycoon. Because mm. they don't have do, capitalism over there, Dominic. It's all common. They do Tycoon? Take Two is Willow's Tycoon? Hey! Or, I don't know. They were 2K, weren't they? Oh, shit. Wait a minute, it's two 2K Spar Take Two, isn't it? Yeah. Or was? Or is, is still is. Is was yeah. something like that. 
publisher, Microprose, Frontier Developments, Epic Games. Nah. But maybe Tycoon is, you can still use it. Atari, Activision, Hasbro, (laughs) basically everybody. Oh, it it is a follow-up to, there was a business Tycoon in America. Uh, It's a follow-up to that. Apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, it got rated all right. GameSpot gave it 8.4. That was back when like, everybody was using the Tycoon name, even though Tycoon was like really a brand that they should have been able to... Yeah. To like copyright or something. Excuse me. Yeah, GameSpot gave it 8.4. Um, IGN gave it an 8.1. So yeah, it seemed like it's probably a cool game on world domination through corporate warfare. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too real nowadays, though. Okay. I know. That's really life is. now. All right. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not that many corporations, though. They all did. There's like just a few. Yes, just... those corporations are dominating <laughs> the world. Yeah, exactly. They are doing it. I'm looking at you, Bezos. And then they go into space. I was gonna say you too, Richard Branson. <laughs> fucking, you didn't go to space. You went near space. I know. <laughs> yeah. You kissed space. No, he had the balls. He had the balls to leave. Then you leave fell back to earth like Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what uh, else I got here, Dan? I got, um, I'm going to do City Crisis. And I looked up the game, Dan, and I totally forgot what I was looking at. <laughs> so it's a gem City- is what you're saying. Yeah, it's a helicopter simulation game, oh. and it looks like you can bomb things. I don't Ooh. know if you're bombing the buildings, or maybe you're trying to stop people from... you got to stop the terrorists, Dominic. Or you're causing the crisis. Yeah, it could be either one. Another yeah, beautiful Take-Two joint. Yep, Darren. Yeah, Take-Two, man. They were coming on some games. When did Take-Two start it? When did they put out? I feel oh, like uh, a long time it. before 1993. I it. Wow, yeah. Yeah, but let's see what's like their first game. Starting with Star Crusader. Okay, Star what's the first Crusader. game we know that what it is? Jeopardy. <laughs> so, <laughs> they did one of them. All right. So, yeah, City Crisis. Let me see here. You, uh, you're in a helicopter. Players' role in the game. So, is it, you're a rescue helicopter. Oh, okay. So you're saving people from uh, disasters, save civilians from fires that spring up around the city. The player must also put out the fires using water that is dumped from the helicopter. Each mission has a time limit, but the faster the player saves the people and puts out the fire, the more time they can receive to complete the next part of the mission. Okay. They should come back and do like the forest fires over there nope. on the on the west coast. Talk about too real, Dominic. Yeah. All right. So that is. Oh no, it's not it. My last one. This great gem came out twenty years ago. The Robert Redford saves the day. Episode two. This is episode two that came out. The Pit and the Pendulum. Thing is, I didn't know about episode one. So I still don't know about episode one. I don't know <laughs> if that exists. I never. Yeah, I don't, this game, it, and, and you tell it because you saw it first. This um, is first. 
some I made it in my basement kind of bullshit. There's no way this this is a real game down because it's it looks like a game made by somebody one person as a joke. And it sounds like it is a joke game based on the oh definitely. I guess reviews, I would say, on this uh adventure game studio website that you would link me to. Um apparently it is it it kind of reminds me of like classic adventure games mixed with South Park because they have like celebrity head of uh, Harrison Ford on your main character because apparently Harrison Ford is playing Robert Redford in this video game. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I don't even know. I am very tempted to actually download it though and <laughs> see what it's all about. It just yeah, it looks like so it's something. Yeah, that's like a little. Yeah, like you said, a joke, like a little joke game. Yeah, but it's a it's a funny concept that they what they don't have Robert Redford there, but having someone <laughs> else famous play as exactly. him. Yeah, playing as him. That is, that is that is pretty funny. All right, so that is it for the flashback segment. Now we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we get into the gaming news. All right. Again to the gaming news. What we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. So right off the top, we've got a whole bunch of delays all of a sudden. I don't know what prompted these companies. I, I guess maybe it's like the end of a fiscal quarter or something like that. But yeah, so we've got Resident Evil RE Verse, the multiplayer weird cell shaded thing that was supposed to be coming is like packed in with Resident Evil 8. That has been delayed to 2022. We're not sure when. That. What the hell? Like, are, is it going to be like a bigger game by the time it comes out? Like a full game? <laughs> you would hope so. Or, or I don't know. I saw a lot of people in the comments calling for Capcom to just cancel this thing. Which yeah, because it looked like it was a pa- it looked like a pack in game. Yeah. So for it to be delayed to 2022, I'm thinking, okay, are y'all working on something to make it better or like a bigger game now? That's a lot more filler. Like, I mean, like, it's more of like a full game now, or yeah. you really gonna just bring this out? And <laughs> hey, guys, like, remember what was this gonna sell for? If you didn't, Evil 8? well, we got this free thing for you still. Yeah, it, so that's what I'm saying. Is, is it just gonna be like free to Resident eight people, or you going you can buy it by itself, and then is it even worth buying by itself? Right. Yeah, that's yeah, I, that's a rough look for Capcom. I don't know, like even if it was it something. Yeah, go ahead. Even if it if it had released this month, which I think originally was when it was supposed to, it still feels way too late for for that thing to not be available yeah. right at the time when the Resident Evil talk was the hottest. But now we're talking sometime in 2022, and that's. That's a rough look for this game. I I am not entirely convinced that it's going to come out unless they can tie it into something else. 
it just that this is also a game that really nobody's really interested in. Right. Not not a lot of people. <laughs> I don't hear really no talks like, man, I can't wait to play this. Like this is one of the most this is like the least interesting thing, um, probably from like the talks of the new RE games mm. coming out. Absolutely. Yeah, because then they also announced like the mercenary stuff that was a part of eight, and it's like, well, if you're doing that multiplayer thing, why are you doing this? Yeah, why are you doing thing? this? Yeah. So. Yeah. And mercenaries, rough. I'd probably rather do because R eight is like that's the the versus shooter, right? It's like, um, I think mercenaries I mean, is like the arcade style shooter where it's like you're competing against time. And there might be co-ops. I think there was co-op stuff to it too. No, uh, yeah, I was talking about Reverse. I'm sorry. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's the one that's like competitive kind of thing, third-person shooter. I would rather have mercenaries. Yeah. God, I just saw a big ass hornet out my side my door. <laughs> Keep it outside the door. Yikes! Those are the uh, cicada-killing hornets. They just haven't. They came out too late, Dominic. Yeah, exactly. Like now that we killed oh, all the cicadas, was... we got to kill the humans too. It's either a wasp or a hornet. I don't know. I don't call. I won't say it's a murder hornet. Either way, like hey, <laughs> a murder hornet. But I don't think it didn't look like it. I saw too much yellow. Hmm. You're calling pest control. All right, Dominic. After that, we've got another one delayed to 2022. This time, you at least get a uh, window of early 2022. We got Ghostwire Tokyo. That is the PlayStation exclusive coming from the guys that did, um, shit. Why am I blanking on the name of those games? Kind of like RE, kind of like Silent Hill. Oh, Evil Within? Yes. Thank you. Exactly. From that studio, also now technically owned by Microsoft. So (laughs) this is only pushing off the inevitable release on the Xbox further and further out. I know. They need to just break that car. Just pay them. <laughs> I wonder how much that would cost them. It can, couldn't be that much in, in the grand scheme of things. But yeah, that game looks cool. But unfortunately, yeah, I, I was a little bit surprised that it was still even being talked about for this year because we hadn't really heard anything about it. Yeah. So this doesn't come as too much of a surprise to me, honestly. Yeah, I just yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not a big surprise because all you heard all year was Death Loop. Mm, like Ghostwire Tokyo. Only thing I know about that is that they they got rid of that lady that everybody loved. <laughs> yes, who was who talked about the game? That's the only thing I really know about this game. Yeah, yeah, it's like first person and yeah, that's about it. Magical powers or something? Ghost powers? Yeah, yeah. Another one we got Dominic Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. That is one of our many Left 4 Dead style multiplayer games that is being delayed to 2022. So it's it's lightening up a little bit for Left 4 Blood. So the uh, game might have <laughs> more of a chance. Or what is it called? <laughs> Back for Blood. Back for Blood. Thank you. I knew that didn't That's quite what sound call right. It, though. Death for Blood. Yeah. Back <laughs> for Blood. So it's opening up the window blood. for that one a little more. And also, Rainbow Six Extinction got delayed until January 20 of 22. So another one of those, not quite the same thing, but similar style cooperative versus the computer game. Um, opening up that you window. Know, I wonder how much that game was going to cost. Is that a? I wonder if that, if that is a full game. Is that sixty dollars? Well, like 
I know it is going to be probably most likely sixty dollars. <laughs> but is it really or seventy? Ugh. But is it really Pains me a full say. game or could they have added DL? That could have been like a twenty to thirty dollar DLC or something. Yeah, because like, how much story is in this game? Is there is there like a a mode for that? Uh, if it's just multiplayer stuff, it really feels just like kind of an add on thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, shit. What does Rainbow Six Siege have a story mode? No. But what? How much that game? I think it was full price when it first came out, right? I'm trying to think. I can't remember. But it, but when by the time it got good, it wasn't though. Yeah. <laughs> by the time it was, <laughs> by the time it wasn't, it was like five bucks. Yeah. Let's see. How much is it if I buy it right now on the PS5? Uh, see, they got all this tiered nonsense. Deluxe edition, operator edition, ultimate edition. In the deluxe edition, you get year one operators and year two operators. In the operation operator edition, you get years one through five. Oh my god, there's been five years. <laughs> then the ultimate edition, you get the disruptor pack. In the standard edition, that doesn't exist on the PlayStation apparently. See how much the deluxe edition is, and forty dollars. So forty dollars for the PS5 version of the base level okay. thing, basically, and it goes all the way up to eighty dollars with the operator's edition. Or no, I'm sorry, a hundred dollars with the ultimate edition, and that comes with the PS4 and PS5 versions. Yeah, I, I can't help but think if they're they're smart they won't release it at full price but i wouldn't necessarily be surprised if they did anyway yeah that's that's interesting yeah that one's not too too long a delay though january 2022 i mean you know outside of this year that is um so and all these basically were like hey yo covid happened and things are still hard so we're working on games and we're trying not to burn out our people because a lot of it was like, we're, we're not sacrificing the health of our company, even though I'm sure like all four of these games are going to see crunch at some point in time, unfortunately, because they should stop it because we need it. (laughs) Because I mean, uh, yeah, it's interesting because I bet I went back and was listening to the, um, Jason Trier book. Uh, what mm-hmm. is the first one? Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. And they have a chapter on Uncharted 4. And he basically starts it out talking about how, like, most other studios are like, ah, we're going to try and avoid crunch as much as possible. Whereas Naughty Dog is like, we've embraced the crunch. This is what needs to happen to make games this good. <laughs> and it's kind of, it just reminds me of like anytime you say, like, we need to do this. <laughs> It's like, hmm, if you get games as good as Naughty Dog games, maybe they do need to do this. Yeah. All right, Dominic. They, listen, they, they, they just didn't have it like, um, you know, a memorial. Like for people who have gotten sick and died oh, from God. making these games. Like, like <laughs> no. have it like, you know, where the like the soldiers over in um, Washington. I mean, when they have all the, bur- you know, where they have the, the, the dead soldiers uh-huh. at. They should have one for the video game makers and say, hey, look, okay. they sacrificed themselves. They should have an Arlington Seminole Cherry equivalent yeah. for 
Yeah, to yeah, over or in um, Vietnam I guess will we'll be over in, in like yeah, being California, Seattle right? or something, yeah. I guess, or somewhere. Uh, and San Francisco. And yep, and yep, and so all the people died. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, because we don't know this. I think a lot of Japanese people died I, making video uh, games. I I don't want to I don't want to talk about this anymore, Dominic. Only because I was I, I, a lot of that shit was wrong. suicide. I think I think they did, Daniel. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong entirely, which is very concerning. Mario was awesome. <laughs> the amount of people that sacrificed for Mario Sunshine. Oh God! <laughs> yikes! 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 All right, Dominic. Let's move on to some maybe some lighter news here. We got Man Eater. It's getting some DLC. Truth Quest is what they're calling it. It's going to add some story stuff as well as some like new levels. I think you can level past whatever the cap was, like okay. 45 or something like that, and adds new evolutions and a new Apex Predator. That's coming out on August, 34th, August 31st for $15. So I know you were playing Maneater there for a while. Is there any draw to bit, get you yeah. back there? Yeah, I mean, I, I do want to play it again. Just that I gotta beat one of these games, man. Mm. These, these games are taking a lot of my time. Like I want, I want to get back in. Uh, I probably won't be playing the DLC because I think enough of the first game playing that game will be enough for yeah. me. Uh, but yeah, and it is on the cloud, so I want it. Can it transfer from the PC one? I wonder if that's another one that can transfer mm. my character, so I can use the trainer. Yeah. And, Put it in. <laughs> Level all the way up to Electric Shark. So I only am off, so I don't know if I have time. I probably have to do yours. I'll have to just go under your name mm. on the PC, use the trainer, stack them all up like he's really strong. and then Get me banned from it. Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as you don't play online, I, see, I, I don't ever hear anything. And as long as, because now some games, they do have like anti cheat and like gears and halo mm-hmm. so you just but see with halo they have it so you can play with that off so you're separated from everyone else like mm-hmm. you can't play online mm-hmm. this is you can play single player which i wish gears would have done that i wish gears would have done that you can yeah, do that too cool. but um halo does so hopefully in the future xbox games they will do that like hey like when forza comes out because you will get banned. I heard people say, look, you got to turn off online because you will get banned mm. if they see that you added some more money to your account. Oh, yeah. So I wish they would do the next that. fours is like, look, this is separated, but you can't you probably can't do certain things because you got to be online. Right. Um, like because when people could do mods and stuff like that. But then if you want to play online, you're, you know, it's not, you can't transfer that stuff. You can't transfer your money over anything. So you're going to have to do that on your own. I, yeah, I know it's a little complicated because they because they feel like oh you probably lose some people because hey hey I just do everything I just won't play with nobody, but the joy is playing with people too. So I think you can still have both because I think you still can do both and not and people will be okay with it. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, what were we talking about? Man eater. Oh yeah, that's so yeah. So you know, I guess there's really nothing else to say about that. But no, it's cool that they they're continuing. Um, Something with this game. Yeah, I mean, it seems game's like people are positive on that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dominic, and some other news. We got the cover athletes for NBA 2K22 announced. 
And on okay. the standard edition and the cross-gen digital versions, you have Luka Doncic. So Ooh, big player. Luka. Yeah. Luka Doncic. They finally they 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 heard the cries from the uh from white people. They were like, <laughs> Man, they be tired of seeing these brothers up here. Why can't we uh get somebody that's like us? Yep. They said, Here you go. And that's only Luka. furthered by the uh the ultimate edition or the 75th anniversary of the NBA edition, which has Kevin Durant and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, as well as superstar white guy, Dirk Nowinski. Yes. Represent the white yes, people. Yes, a great player. Great player. But you know what? Technically, Larry Bird was on the cover. He was with mm. Magic and Jordan. That's true. Uh, I believe that's what it was. That's right, so, Dominic. Always got to keep a white person on there to keep us happy. Yeah. <laughs> But no, Luca deserves it. I mean, he's one of the top players mm. now. He's one of the well-known players. Yeah. So uh, he definitely deserves it. I, I like watching him play. Nice. And along with that, Dominic, there is also one more player that's going to be included on a GameStop exclusive copy. Uh, Candace Parker of the Chicago Sky, WNBA superstar. She's going to be on the cover as well. So that's pretty cool. They added the the WNBA stuff, what, last year or the year before? Last year. Last year. Well, WNBA has been there for some years. But, but it was they like a added, story mode or something, right? Yeah. yeah. They, like they added like a career mode. Not really a career mode, I should say. The it's W. Really a story. Yeah. Which I hope they can do a story mode now. Mm. But having a career mode is good enough for me. Because sometimes the story sucks anyway. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like... I like that aspect of having like a career. Mm. Darren, why does it be exclusive? You know, I wish yeah. it wasn't just exclusive to GameStop. But it's cool. But I'm happy that there is a cover. And of course, because it's the internet, you have people <laughs> angry about this. And it's like, why are you angry? First of all, don't go to GameStop. Second of all, <laughs> it's just the cover. It's not what they're not forcing you to play the WNBA in the game. Yeah. It's just a damn cover. You know how many times I got I seen a cover of, of these sports games of players I don't like on teams I hate. <laughs> Never how or many dislike. times Yankees have been on the covers of baseball games. LeBron has been on the cover of NBA games. Yeah, that and and then you got Tom Brady and I had Gronk and then, then now it's gonna be Tom Brady again mm-hmm. with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not yeah. So it's like it's not a big deal. Like I bought. Two MLB 2K when it had like Derek Jeter up there for like two years in a row or something like that. <laughs> I bought it's not whatever. But you got to understand, Dominic. I buy these games and then I sit them on my shelf with the cover facing out to display to show anybody that is coming in my house that this is the game I am currently playing. <laughs> and what happens yeah. if they say a lady basketball player on it? They're going to be so angry with me. Judges, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like this is not even, like it's not even worth getting angry about. Like, really? Yeah, absolutely. Come on, man. It's it's really laughable. Yeah, especially when it's something so niche too, where it's like I have to go into GameStop and I have to buy a physical copy of this. Like, also, it would be nice if they just for like digital editions, if they just made an icon for like every team. So I could just be like, here's my Orioles oriented or here's my, you know, Washington Wizards oriented yeah. icon that I'm going to launch the game from. Like, it's not a big deal, but oh, also, give me, it would be give cool. Give me NFT. An NFT. 
Make it an NFT. No, I don't, I'm not buying it. <laughs> make, it <laughs> make it so it's only a limited. Like the Herb's, oh, I gotta hurry up and get my Oreos yep. before somebody can get it. <laughs> got my NFT of my Cal Ripken fucking icon or whatever. Yeah. Actually, just give me the Oreo bird. Like, Oreo bird is eternal, Dominic. He can never do anything. Which wrong. one? The realistic one or the cartoon one? The cartoon one. Okay. Only ever the cartoon one. The real one killed my parents. <laughs> All right, so what else, what else we got here? All right, Dominic, we got some big news in in the world of Netflix, some moving and shaking going on. They have brought on former EA and Facebook exec Mike Verdu to head up him. their game development as the VP of game development. Um, so it sounds like based on the article from Bloomberg, which considering how things went with the switch, we're not going to trust them anymore. (laughs) There was some reporting out of Bloomberg that apparently Netflix is trying to get into the gaming space along with this move, of course, gives some indication of that. But within the year, they're talking about having game streaming as part of their current model, just like Mm -hmm. an X cloud or whatever. So stadia. Stadia. Say, say Stadia. That's, that's the best one. <laughs> Stadia, <laughs> Amazon Cloud something, whatever that thing's called. So, I cool if it's not going to cost any more money and is actually going to work. But is this a good move for Netflix? It, does, this almost screams to me Stadia, right? Where it's like this big tech company that thinks oh, we can do anything, we're already doing something similar, we're going to get into this space, and then they're going to give up on this space within a year. Well, at least with them, you're paying a monthly, right? Right. Or, they, or, 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 or I mean, we're assuming. Yeah. That, so you um, already, yeah, that. that's true. You already have, you're locked into that monthly thing, and along with that should come the games available, right? Yeah, you're not paying individual games. See, Stadia, that's, that's the problem with, see, that's the problem with Stadia for me, I have no problem other than that. Yeah. Is that, uh, or probably like maybe not enough games, but the real big problem is that, cause I would try it. I maybe I would try it for a month. Cause it'd be a few games. I only play a month anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but they don't have that where I can play. Well, they got only a few. Yeah. Whatever games. the like, like prime basically. Like Desi- I think destiny two is probably the biggest one, mm-hmm. but it's, I don't want to pay sixty dollars for a game that I'm gonna lose access. And to. yeah, I, I just yeah. don't trust it. I just don't trust that. Uh, it, it's it's hard for me to trust that. I'd rather play for the service. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the upside of like the Xbox, right? Because especially like once they get into like you actually being able to stream the games that you own as well. Or something like a, a Steam thing where it's like, oh, I already own these games. Or like, I guess, NVIDIA, because Steam doesn't really have anything natively right now. But like NVIDIA, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I can just stream the games that I already bought to play on my PC elsewhere. I don't have to buy them on this specific service. Yeah, that's it's definitely been the downfall of Google Stadia in a lot of ways. Um but yeah, you mentioning Resident Evil though kind of made me think like Castle or Castlevania. Netflix does have like that whole RE stuff going on right now. Could yeah. 
Ari verse end up being like a Netflix exclusive or a Netflix, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, it should be like that Minecraft game like they had. Yeah, because they have explored like stuff the- like this in the past. Yeah, make it like you choose that to shoot that guy or not, and you're you one through this hallway. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like they're going full on game. So yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. That was just okay, but but yeah, but they Probably have started with Minecraft though. Yeah, yeah, they have started. But if there's other things like the Minecraft game that's like choose. There's, mm-hmm. there's a few of them, not not many. I mean, if there are more, I didn't know about them because when I looked up that. Like games, I mean shows that you could, interactive shows. Mm. I guess I forgot they were calling it. There were there was some other ones too. Yeah, yeah, because there was that Bandersnatch one, the like uh, whatever that show's called. I can't think yeah. of it. Dark Mirror. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. So that that'd one, be yeah. Uh, it's interesting, like especially if it's part of the subscription that I already am paying for. I'll absolutely give it a try as long as I'm not. Well, it's a few more bucks more. Separately. Yeah, if it's a well, it's a few bucks more. Uh, it probably, I mean, it all depends what you're paying. It's probably not a big deal, especially if you're getting games. Yeah, because if, it's like, it, yeah. and it really depends on the selection and you know yeah. how I'm feeling about like Game Pass. Because right now, like Game Pass is just, I'm willing to give Microsoft my money because I see that they are supporting Game Pass. They are doing a lot of things in their power to make Game Pass actively better on a weekly monthly daily basis like i'm i'm seeing the work put in there like even even just having them upgrade their servers to be equivalent to like the x and the the s the series consoles i should say you know and you telling me how much better that stuff is because it it's running off of that stuff like i'm seeing it there if you just let me do that stuff from my Xbox and and not have to buy a new Series X because now my Xbox One basically runs those games, but streaming, of course, at the same level of mostly fidelity and, and you know, loading times and things like that to me is, is streaming consumer friendly. Like they're they're telling me yeah. that I don't have to buy a box to get this. Um, so I think that's that's very cool. You know, again, there are obviously some people that are going to be at more apprehensive about the whole streaming future because they live in an area that, that doesn't necessarily have high speed internet in the same way that you and I do. But as an option for those of us that are in these areas, like I'm, I'm here for it, Dominic. I like it. And then, you know, you are still going to have it where there's some games that probably won't be there. Mm-hmm. So you probably want that, but I, it's just that, I feel like I can miss out. Like maybe later down the line, I'll get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X when it's you know it's, it's a lot cheaper. Where mm-hmm. I don't mind doing that, or I might get a better PC because maybe that game. Hopefully that game's on PC also, and then I can play it. Uh, I can get that game, and then it's also gonna be cheaper because you know how cheap things go on PC games, <laughs> like yeah. uh, real cheap. But I yeah, I just hope I get to a point where all the games are like that like can be at least be streamed but i know all of them not but i i I'm hope i get to the point where you get at least close to it yeah like we'll get so there I'll, I'll with everyone like, except nintendo yeah yeah, yeah that's nintendo's <laughs> probably the only one yeah yeah all right dominic and in the biggest news i've got this week 
Valve has announced the Steam Deck, which there have been rumors going around about them releasing a handheld. This yeah, is, I remember we talked about that. Yeah, it's basically a portable PC with a 7-inch 720p screen. And NVIDIA was going to do it first, but they kind of did it first years <laughs> they did ago. did with the Shield. With the NVIDIA Shield portable. Yep. Yeah, so this thing sounds like uh, a powerhouse. It's going to be it's going to allow you to run your PC library, your Steam library, games like Control, uh Star Wars Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order are ones that they kind of showed off as as you know, uh I can't think of the thing. Can't think of the thing. <laughs> what? The uh just kind of like top examples. Oh. Um you will say prime another game examples. you can't think of? What's that? Was another which like what you what you can't think of? Just the word I'm looking for. Oh, oh, word. Oh, word. Yeah. oh okay. I'll throw you to the game. But yeah, basically is the prime examples for what this thing can pull off. And at 720p, it makes a little more sense that you don't need something as powerful as, you know, the next gen consoles to run this thing. It sounds like equivalency-wise, based on the Digital Foundry video I was watching, they were saying series s but minimized so uh i think instead of eight cores it's four cores and you know technical jargon like that um it's got all the normal buttons you would expect on a controller it also has two touch pads kind of similar to the um the steam controller that kind of thing that they were going with yeah to emulate like mouse movement and stuff. Cause they're basically saying like any game you can play on there on steam, you can, you can try and get running on this. Also, allegedly you can basically just run windows on it and fire up the Epic store and, you know, game pass wink, wink. So there you go. Um, yeah. Pricing wise three ninety nine for a 64 gigabyte version, which is going to be, uh, flash memory, basically. So like SD card equivalent for five twenty nine, you're going to get a two fifty six gig, which is going to be NVMe, which means faster load times. And then there's going to be a five twelve gigabyte version as well for six hundred and forty nine dollars. And that one also includes um, it says like etched glass for like anti glare. So that's kind of the only hardware change outside of the memory it sounds like in the different tiers uh you're also going to get like a carrying case with it visually this thing looks like looks like game gear's bigger brother dominic like it it does the design aesthetic of it is very like utilitarian this is how big this thing needed to be to make all these things fit and one of the things that concerns me because like it's interesting that it's got those touchpads on it. It also has two extra buttons on the back of either side. So like kind of the elite controller for the Xbox has. Um, but the way the controls are oriented, you have the D-pad and the thumbstick on the left side at equal levels. Like they're even. And the D-pad is very much close to the edge of the system. And the same on the right-hand side, you have the buttons close to the edge and then the stick at the same level. And I very much feel like the B or O or circle button equivalent on the right-hand side is very much close to the edge of that system. And I could very much see it being cramp-inducing 
to try and use like the D pad and those buttons. I don't, I don't like that. I haven't heard people complain about it yet, but I really, I think the only people that have been hands on with it so far are IGN. Um, yeah, and he said it felt comfortable. I think one guy said it, it feels comfortable because I okay. was confused. I didn't really like the the thumbstick mm. um, where they located. Mm. I, I wanted the thumbstick to be like how the Xbox controller is, right. or you know, or, or you know, similar to that the, the cross, mm. you know, but not not the same because I remember the the Wii uh, U remote thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't like how that feel, and I was thinking about that. It's like, oh man. Um, they said the IGN guy said, "Hey, it actually feels pretty good. It's in his hands, mm-hmm. on his hands, or something like that." So it's something I I would have to feel. I have yeah, to feel for uh, myself. I mean, this this sounds great because I can just imagine like playing um, some of these games, you know, just on the go mm-hmm. or laying in a bed or something. And your civ addiction would only get worse, down. <laughs> Yeah, and then I can have my trainers. Yep. Because it does ha- it said it has a OS, right? Yeah, so it has an OS, but also you could install like Windows or Linux on it yourself. So yeah, you I'm sure there would be a way for you to get your trainers in there if you wanted to. Yeah. So, it, yep. it definitely seems like fantasy. a very cool concept. It also sounds like they're kind of open to other PC manufacturers kind of taking the idea and running with it, which is kind of what you saw with the VR stuff too. They were like, Hey, this is kind of what we're doing. Maybe everybody else do it as well. Uh, the pricing for the low end seems extremely aggressive. I know Gabe was out there on IGN basically saying it was painful to to kind of get that price point, I guess. Um, you and I were talking about it though. It sounds like that's not necessarily the one you want though, because, because that 256 model does have NVMe storage, which means the faster load times. Um, and it also does have an expansion slot for an SD card. So if you did get the 64 version, you could, you know, get a whole lot more room because 64 is kind of low. If we're talking just PC games, you know, that those things have ballooned quite, quite a bit in size. Oh yeah. But you're not going to get that same level of speed. Now, one of the things that concerns me about this as far as like adoption and people actually getting into it, it seems like very it seems like a very niche product because it's going to be like for tinkerers. Like you're still just playing the PC version, which means you're not going to get you're not going to get the experience intended necessarily. Like you're going to have to fiddle with it and go like, Oh, well I want this handheld to run it at 60. So I'm going to turn down the shadows and, you know, turn up this and turn up that. And I'm sure they're going to have either some kind of software or they're going to expect developers to basically, you know, the way it kind of does now auto detect and go, okay, this is what we think your system's going to run at. But you and I both know, like, that's not always where you want the settings to be. Like, sometimes they're a little conservative, and it's like, oh, I can turn this up. Or sometimes they're a little optimistic, and it's like, oh, shit, I got to turn this down to get 30 frames per second. It's just going to be, it's going to be a messy experience, I feel like. And and I think that's going to turn people away. Yeah, it, it could. 
Yeah, it's a wait and see, yeah. really. And for me, right now it sounds like uh, well, it doesn't sound like they they announced that it's launching in December. If you go to get a reservation right now on any of the models, it's telling you to expect delivery around quarter two of 2022. So if you haven't already bought in, then it's going to be a while. So you're going to get some impressions from some people before before you get there. But it it's cool. I like that Valve is willing to do like these kind of off-the-wall things. Like I don't think anybody else is out there really making portable PCs in that way. I mean, there are some companies, but they're also very expensive. Um, you know, they're, they're thousand dollar units that are doing similar things to this right now. It basically lets you run windows on a handheld. And of course, like you said, the Nvidia shield did something similar. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's off the wall enough to maybe work for them, but I'm not entirely convinced that this is this isn't anything more than just another one of those things that they're gonna just kind of throw out into the market, test the waters a little bit, and hope maybe somebody else bites on because the reality of it is they aren't necessarily looking to make video game hardware, but they are trying to motivate people to buy more games on Steam, and this is just another way for them to to do that. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool because I I always looked at the Nvidia Shield, um, when it portable one, when it came out years ago, I was like, oh man, this is cool, like to play some of these PC games handheld, mm-hmm. and I just I got in into it, and yeah, that didn't sell well, like that they stopped that, but it was I think it got rated pretty good, it was it was okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and absolutely. it looks like so this is just seems like an extension of that now and i don't know i mean because i know a lot of things you can do that's probably not legal you know <laughs> uh with, with this thing that i can see the possibilities mm, yes um, so like, many emulators. like emulators <laughs> yeah emulators and stuff yeah i mean that's what now did we talk about it on here or <laughs> you and i just talking about it off like now that there are switch emulators out there which is crazy to me like, could you imagine basically having a switch but running the things yeah, in the way that you would I, actually it, want them to that's, run? That's what I was. Th- that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's wild. Just be like, oh, I can't play, you know, Link's Awakening on the Switch in the way I want, but on this this Valve Steam Deck, I can now play it at a higher resolution. Well, at the same resolution, I guess, but at a much higher frame rate. That's funny. Yeah, it because yeah, that em- Switch emulation that scene has gotten big like they are getting these games pretty quickly yeah. um right when they come out like it it was like hard i mean it was pretty tough at first like you didn't really see it much or it wasn't working right when i was reading the forms mm-hmm. but now i saw that yeah they are they are getting them out there and people are easily just downloading these That's games crazy. now yeah, and Nintendo has proven with the Switch that people are willing to play full-size games on the go. Because I know there was a while there, like around the time that the Vita came out, and they came out with like Uncharted and Killzone, and people were like, see, people just don't want to play these full epic yeah. experiences on a handheld. And it's like, nah, people just... Maybe at that time they weren't ready or the screen wasn't big enough, but now... 
you know, people are willing to play control on the switch via streaming. So why not let them play natively on this weird handheld PC? Yeah. I just want to know. Yeah. But the Vita seemed like it did well in Japan maybe it just didn't get catch on here enough. And maybe the DS was just, I don't know, because the thing is it was a bad, because with the DS, you could say like a DS is like, seemed like it's kitty. while PlayStation had more of the hardcore games. Mm. And, I guess it still didn't get those hardcore guys. It yeah. still didn't grab them. And you weren't going to get those Nintendo people to get another handheld. Mm-hmm. I guess it was. And with Japan, it's different because of the way they commute. Exactly. So they yeah. they always want something handheld. It. So I guess it just wasn't... Maybe the market just couldn't hit over here. It can't be more than one. It only could be one. Yeah. Like, like, Nintendo like if was Nintendo, just such a dominant force at that time. If Nintendo was the Vita, that would sell. That would sell a whole lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the time, it was it was very much the narrative of just like, oh, this is Nintendo's, you know, corner of the market. This is what they do. Nobody can compete with them, even if you come out with superior hardware and superior games. I mean, obviously, you're not coming out with Nintendo games, but like, the Vita had some solid software come out with alongside of it, but it seemed like it kind of failed so quickly that there just wasn't the support. There wasn't the long tail of support for it that it yeah, needed. Cause it just started being games that you can play on your console. Yeah. Like you see, Oh, there's a Vita version. There's a Vita version of this, which is not bad, but when that was like the only thing, it yeah. was like, Oh, that's exactly like, why? Yeah. And then also, the whole thing of people with the internet, like you say, you have to pay for a service. But now you see that with like with Nintendo, that you know what, just go Wi-Fi is like everywhere now, you know. And <laughs> basically, yeah. So yeah, Wi-Fi is everywhere. I mean, Wi-Fi was getting to be places when the Vita came out. Like you were getting it at McDonald's and stuff like that. Mm. But now it's like literally everywhere. Like every <laughs> place has Wi-Fi. Pretty much, yeah. All right, Dominic, did you have anything else for the week? Um, nah, news? man, I think I'm good. All right, Dominic, new releases this week. We got F1 2021 on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and series consoles. Get your open wheel racing on. Is that the same thing? Man, F1 series must be popular. It comes out every year. Yeah, I mean, people like, like, people I don't like see NASCAR every year. Yeah, that's. That's kind of weird. Is it just maybe like the video game audience is more in tune with F1 racing? Well, or? well I think F1 is more worldwide. That's true. Because that's, that's NASCAR is more American. Yeah. Well, very much American. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because who makes those these games? I typed in D1 and got basketball results. Codemasters. And where's Codemasters? I mean, they're the ones that are owned by EA now, right? Yeah. Codemasters the UK. That makes perfect sense then. See, now that they got bought by EA though, Dominic, EA, the American company, is going to force them to make NASCAR games. Yep. It's going to be very exciting. Yeah. I I mean, people that are very serious about racing games, I think, are, are pretty into these F1 games or have been for the last couple of years. So it's not entirely surprising. I mean... 
I think it's more surprising to me that we don't see more NASCAR games, to be honest with you. And I don't know if that's yeah. just because that, that role is filled by like a Forza or, you know, some other car series that does something similar, at least. I don't know. Kind of weird. All right, Dominic. And then the other release we got this week, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD for the Nintendo Switch. And it is the uh, the best Zelda game, Dominic, according to all the reviews. <laughs> I saw a couple with eights. But, yeah, c- compared to when it, when it first came out, you yeah. know, you saw tens. I mean, you see tens on every Zelda game. The brainwashing game. was real, Dominic. The, I can't get past the... Most controls really like they weren't that great. I mean, I I got through, but yes, there was a lot of hand holding and mm. V was annoying, and like it it did a lot of things. But you know what? If it didn't have the most controls, I probably can get past that. I probably I can really talk about the other things that weren't great yeah. about the game. But thing is, the most controls was was a big part for me. Mm. Uh, for me personally, while people who got past it, they have other problems with the game. Also, they say like the puzzles. They would handhold you through the puzzles, like they would tell you to, like really show you the answer without you really <laughs> trying to solve them. Uh, of course, I didn't like the flying the bird. Yeah, it seemed like the, I really when I was trying like the motion of the like I was doing what they told me to do, but I don't know. I just kept going down. I wasn't going where I wanted to go to. It mm-hmm. was very pissed me off. It pissed me off. <laughs> so I really hope in the Breath of the Wild two or whatever they call it, I hope. If they do have a bird or something there or some type of flying, please do not make it that you have to use motion control or the right stick yeah. to do something. See, I, mean, I wonder on, how the bird stuff in this game is done. Do you have to use the right stick to emulate the motion stuff or did they actually streamline that stuff a little more too? It seems like it has to be, man. Because how would you even do that? I want to mess. I was like, I want to mess up my your little knobs, cheap ass knobs, man. Because I gotta keep moving it like that to flat, mean <laughs> to move around, shit. Yeah. yeah, I did see that they actually do have camera controls. So like, on if you're using motion controls, you can just use the right stick to turn the camera around, which would be a oh, great improvement. God. And then in the motion control or the controller controls. So if you're using the stick for motion then if you hold down the left button the left shoulder button then you can use it to control the camera so i think that would be a a great improvement over what what was there i oh definitely there's part of me that's kind of tempted by this dominic like i some of those dungeons were cool i remember that you know no yeah yeah i mean i I got well i got further than you did yeah Um, you did (laughs) it was cool i mean i like that's why i said some of those problems that people had, I I think I was so focused on the controller that I didn't really look at that. Like mm-hmm. the the fee hold handing. I, I didn't I mean it wasn't getting annoying, I think, with the whole tutorial stuff. That yeah. that did get a little that was every annoying. time you open a chest and it's like, This is a rupee, it gets you yeah. five dollars. But also it feels like Zelda's kind of always done that. Yeah. So I but yeah, I felt like if I can just play that game normally, I think I would have finished it. I would have yeah. finished it. Do you think the the right stick slashing controls is normal enough for you to give it a shot? I don't know. I wish I can try it. Yeah. I wish I can try it because I, I, in my head I'm thinking maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. I just wonder how intrusive it is. Like 
is it going to become natural to me to hold down L and move the camera around and then, you know, move the stick around kind of that kind of stuff. But I, I, I'm a little tempted by it, Dominic. Like I was, I was all hate up until this point and now it's available. I'm kind of like, eh, maybe I, maybe I give it a shot, Dominic. Maybe, I, maybe I pick this up. Nintendo put something in the air, man. They do. People like <laughs> definitely in my house. At least. like it. <laughs> Nintendo can sell me the dumbest bullshit. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, like you said, it's reviewing all right, not spectacularly, but also I think games are just different nowadays. You know, we've, we've had breath of the wild come out. They talk about how this was kind of where a lot of those concepts started. You have the running, you have the climbing stuff like that, but now we've gotten that more refined product that, that better product and, the landscape's different now. So a game that is like that is not going to get the same score that it, you know, did back in the day, you know, and and not even just score wise, it's just not going to be, not going to be as good to some people as back in the day. So we'll see. I might, might just give it a shot, Dominic, but yeah, yeah, those were pretty much the new releases for this week. Did you uh, see anything else you wanted to talk about, Dominic? Nah, I'm good. All right. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. Podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. You can find all the previous podcasts as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And until next time, guys, we'll see you later. All right, see you.